Stopping at one of the few petrol stations to be found en route, she took the opportunity to check her mobile and found two messages. One from Chrissy saying she'd been called out to a body, the other from the Orkney detective she'd worked with previously, asking her to give him a call. Intrigued, Rona did so. He sounds so like Magnus, was her first thought, as they went through the relevant greetings. Erling Flett had gone to school with criminal psychologist Professor Magnus Pirry, and they'd been firm friends too. Both tall and built like Vikings, Rona remembered the first time she'd seen the detective waiting for her as she'd arrived by helicopter near the ring of Brodgar. When a small silence followed their initial exchange, she said, I'm assuming this isn't a social call. No, he admitted. We've found something I believe is a speciality of yours. A buried or concealed body. A digger, working in the grounds of an old schoolhouse, unearthed a skull and a long bone. I've taken a look in the hole and it's definitely a grave, he paused. I've informed the powers that be, so no doubt they'll be in touch with you officially. I just wanted to give you the heads up on the find. Is this somewhere on the mainland? Rona said. No, on one of the most northern isles, Sandy. Rona knew about Sandy, not because she'd been there, but because a forensic team from Aberdeen-based R2S, returned to scene, had been involved in the forensic investigation of a murder case some years back on the remote island of around 500 inhabitants. A love triangle gone wrong. The victim's body had been buried on one of the many white beaches that Sandy was renowned for. The remains may be too old for Police Scotland to be interested, D.I. Flett added, but I'd be happy to take a look. Let me know when you're coming and I'll take you out there. Is there somewhere I can stay on Sandy, or do I have to travel back and forward to Kirkwall? She said, knowing that that's what the R2S team had had to do. We're out of season now, but I'll see if I can sort something out. Rona rang off, then gave Chrissy's mobile a call. It rang out for a while before Chrissy finally answered. Where are you? I'll be back in the lab in the next half hour, Rona told her. How's the body? Fancy taking a look? The rain had followed her from the west, or alternatively Glasgow had sent its own version to meet her. The city was drenched, as were its inhabitants. The constant beat of the windscreen wipers did little to countermand the downpour. Sitting at another set of traffic lights, Rona watched the blurred faces of the pedestrians, heads down against the wind, with the entertainment of an odd umbrella deciding it had a mind of its own. Alongside her now weren't the choppy waters of the Minch, but the fast-flowing waters of the River Clyde, swollen with the rain that had obviously been falling heavily in its catchment area. Despite this, her mood on re-entering the city had been upbeat. First D.I. Flett with his Orkney burial, now Chrissy wanting her opinion on another body had lifted her spirits. Holidays were all well and good, but, she decided, you only realised how much you enjoyed your work when you were away from it for a while. Rona smiled as a brolly detached itself from its owner and set off along the street. The young woman made no attempt to follow, mouthing what looked like, fuck off then, instead. Ten minutes later, Rona drew up outside a tenement block with a broken downpipe that was turning the front of the building into a mini waterfall. Three vehicles were parked outside, a patrol car, Chris's van and what looked like McNabb's car. 
An officer stood just inside the open doorway, sheltering from the rain and the leaking pipe. The young woman checked her ID and let her pass. Heading up the stairs, Rona found a male officer, manning the door with a supply of suits. Kitted up, Rona went inside. The smell of decomposition and all the other odours that accompanied death were there, except the telltale metallic scent of blood. So whatever had happened here, it hadn't been a bloodbath. Entering the flat was like stepping back in time, linoleum flooring in the hall with faded floral wallpaper. There were three doors off, suggesting the layout of a typical room and kitchen with a small bathroom. Hearing movement behind one of the doors, Rona pushed it open. There were two suits in the room, one dusting for prints, the other definitely Chrissy. Rona stood for a moment surveying the scene. This room too.